Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. My dear friends, are we ready to play some... Um. <laughs> Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend. A fucking dragon friend. Decadent, fabulous luxury, such as the prize for those deep, dear friends of Castles the Kind, Archmage Supreme of that ancient and noble empire of old. Netheril. And yet, what good is the luxury of the Netherese when one is falling apart? Literally, it seems, our time-traveling friends, the Dragon Friends, have made their way back 1,000 years to the year 493. Dale Reckoning, as the Forgotten Realms calendar doth dictate and their bodies are coming undone. The magics that have brought them here are too powerful, too experimental for their mortal coils to cope, it seems, as Frizo holds in mute horror three of his own human, possibly Chinese, teeth. <laughs> Honestly, it's so been... weird when you say yeah. it, dude. Uh. Well, we have different teeth now, Dave. We have different teeth. What's phrenology but for dentistry, Dave? In front of him, wordlessly, the dragon friends look at each other. One, Baston, back to Bobby, back to Filge, back to Frizo, and then the moment of mute horror is broken by a knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Knock? Knock. Is that like gnocchi? No, it's like me knocking on the door. Knock, knock. Who's in there? I didn't um, want to say. I didn't want to actually do the knocking. I wanted to say knock, like like we're friends, like knock, knock, knock. Sorry, I can't hear you. What? You just responded to me. I can hear some muffled voices. Just okay, well you you're, you're guessing what I'm saying with remarkable accuracy. I open the door. <laughs> All right, you can see the figure of the white-coated gnome, um, arcanist Marceline Vowell, who is holding a bottle of champagne and what seems to be five champagne flutes. Guys, can I just say? I congratulations to us, right? We did it. I mean, I did it in a way, in like most meaningful ways, like capturing the idea of the primed time device. But honestly, you guys coming through, it's a big deal. I don't know if I really told you this, but I'm not a big scientist. Oh, sorry. Who's having one? What? Yes, yes. 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 Sure. Sure. <laughs> not, um, cons- not concerned at all? Our friend is... Frieza, you're barfing teeth. Oh, something happened here? Did, was there an accident? Is I, this... I vomited up a lot of blood and bile and three human teeth, possibly Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and in the reality of the world that has been created, there are different kind of teeth, apparently. <laughs> um, oh, 
Okay. They're all, they're all molars, I should say. They're, they're like their they're, they're back teeth. Okay. Ooh. That's um were you unwell before you traveled? I was pretty uh, no, I think I was actually pretty good. I mean that's debatable. Depending on the spectrum of Sure, wellness. yeah, I was on the spectrum. Okay, well look <laughs> Of health? It's on the spectrum of health. Well, look, this could um, this could be a lot of things, guys. But the important thing is we're all here, and none of no, no one else feels bad at all, do they? I feel a little woozy. I mean, I'm I'm good, but he's barfing teeth. You also both felt, as, as Baston says, a wave of nausea moments ago. Yeah, right? me have absolutely destroyed the bathroom, and me also vomited in there. <laughs> <laughs> says Filch, walking out of bathroom under her arm is like quite a large amount of exterior copper. <laughs> um, okay, why don't we all just um, enjoy our champagne... Um, and maybe have a chat about this. Okay. You have a first sip. Okay. Um, glag, 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 glag. Okay. Uh, it's very nice. Is sip, it? Sip, 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 sip. Champagne quality check. Yeah, okay. Mate, what roll do it. I use? Roll uh, it in. Roll it. What is it? What is, hang on. It's not intelligence. No, but it's, it's not intelligence because no. it's more about your kind of... Perception? Palette. Yeah, it's, it's your palate. It's I think p- wine tasting is performance, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make, make a performance check. Thirteen. Uh. This is a real opportunity for you. Oh, I get it. I delicately poke my nose into the glass and I sniff too hard and it goes up my nose. Like, <laughs> what do you think about the quality of the wine? Like, what are you gonna are you gonna say? It's good or bad? Mm. It's in my nose. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, a fine choice, madam. <laughs> it's got a bouquet of being in my nose. My brain feels floaty. Well, that's the best kind of champagne. Hey, look, um, I think it would be good if we don't mention any of the, like, sickness or the, like, nausea or the teeth at the banquet tonight because everybody's, like, so excited and they're, like, going, like, this is such a good thing, you know? And I think that, like, I don't know if we have this expression a thousand years in the future, but it would be like you were all Debbie Downers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you would be, like, Debbie Downers to say that. And, like... Wait, are you living in the time of the original Deborah Downer? <laughs> She yes, was the, the great sage Deborah Downer, who who predicted the fall of Netherell, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just found it hugely fucking bummed them out. Yeah, so they 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 launched her into the sun. <laughs> so she's not still around. No, they said well, they said you are being a big Debbie Downer, and they put her in um, a rocket. And they fired it right at one of the suns. Oh. One of the suns? Yeah, it's sci-fi. It's like... <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> it's heaps of suns. You know, as you look at two, oh, two suns. That's she, sci-fi. She, she leaned... <laughs> oh, it's two suns and six moons. As she's... As, I'm as Frank Herbert. As Val is encouraging you. As Val is encouraging you to tell Cassis nothing about this... She is. She pulls out her wand, which is a small, stout U wand, and she waves it at you, Frieza, and it glows blue. 
and then she pulls out a small series of vials that are on her belt and walks over to the table, grabs a bowl, starts using it as a mortar and pestle, and starts bashing together a quick compound. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, this was all theoretical because I never met anybody who'd come from the future. But, like, there's, there's a thought that maybe bodies aren't meant to travel in this direction through time, you know? So, so the body re- rebels, in a way. It's not a big deal. It could just be, like... M- motion sickness but for time you know how when you if you're in a cart and it jostles this way and jostles this way and you go oh I'm going to be vomiting has that ever happened um, am I going to get Benjamin Button syndrome no. <laughs> is that how this ends the point is I was that another was that another mage in the old times <laughs> yes yes so Benjamin Button <laughs> Was a mage. The first he he invented the study of chronomancy, but unfortunately, he was caught in an etheries paradox, whereby he became younger and younger and younger until he went back at his mum. Is that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> she was dead, of course. <laughs> and that's where the expression, because Debbie. And Benjamin, run in the sun, run in the mum. <laughs> so you see. <laughs> okay, so that. So you see how important prophecy is to. <laughs> it's my birthday! That's right, Ben, and for today only, you can invent any backstory you like. That phrase didn't really, uh, didn't really make it. <laughs> oh, really? To your time? No, we don't I really... suspect some version of it exists. <laughs> she finishes crushing the powders and she grabs some of it in a little fold of paper and she leans, she brings it forward to you cupped in her hand sure. and she gives it to you to snort, Phil. Um, Frizo. Yeah, I'll, I'll rack a line of this. Let's go. What is this, nose compound? This is going to... Look, it's not a cure, but until I work out exactly what's happening, it will stabilise you. Sure, 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 I, I sure. would actually suggest... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I would actually suggest that everybody take some of this. Yeah, don't hog it, Freezer. Oh, no, hang yeah, on, hang on. I don't know how, much, how many lines we've got. How many lines there are four we got? lines. There are four lines of medicine. And you guys are good to hit me up for this, right? Like... Yeah, no, we'll get to it later. Why we'll does he later. have the bigger line? <laughs> no, I just, I just sort of prefer if everybody just like Venmo me now. We can't. No, we're gonna we're gonna pay you now because we haven't done the lines yet. But okay. we'll, yeah, oh. but you will. We're guests here. Yeah. Yeah, and and but there's guests and there's guests. Yes, you can't you offer a line and be like, "Where's the cash afterwards?" No, it's, it's fine. It's gonna be a real yeah. fucking Debbie Downer, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, everybody I, doing is everybody do, doing a nice refreshing line of medicine. I do, <laughs> yes, Dave, I do a line of medicine, and I immediately ask Filge if she wants to open a restaurant. <laughs> it doesn't feel like the nausea leaves your bodies. Instead, it feels like a wall has been built against oh. it, and that now the nausea is crashing against the wall and building. But you've, it feels much more calm. Do you need to do a poo? It, uh, it feels like a poo wouldn't hurt. <laughs> As all of you sort of calm down. Unfortunately, nothing will bring back your teeth. But again, these are these are these are teeth at the back of your head. Okay, so I'm like the 
most brilliant scientist in all of Netheril. I thought you said you weren't a big scientist. I did a line you before did say of, that. A, of a different thing. I mean, not only did you say that, it says that in the notes. I feel like what I have done... Have you done a couple of these lines? What is going Look, on? The point is, I feel that what I have done is... <laughs> I have brought people back 1,000 years. I can work out why you spit out some teeth why you feel sick it's fine give me some time let's just not mention it it's a banquet by the way the banquet's going to be so nice cool is it banquet time I think she looks at you and she's like you have to understand how big a deal this is not just for you but for me yeah I mean look don't worry everybody loves us no, I get that, but like, look, you look at me and you... We're you're... really... I feel like I'm more interesting than I've ever been before. <laughs> yeah. Where is the so toilet? So it really skirts the line, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. But look, look at this. Woo, I did a flip. <laughs> Woo! It's best on just standing motionless. <laughs> Woo! It's pretty good, huh? She says, look, I... You're, you're new here, you don't understand, but I am... I am from this free folk. I've ascended. And you would not look at me because I have nice glasses and I look really good and I have like a lot of aether just to throw around at like my projects and my things. But I was born from the free folk. And for a free person to do what I have done is, well, I don't want to use the word unprecedented, but I really it's unprecedented. I am sitting. Yeah. I you did it! You did it! You are the man! You are a genius! You are a god! No one oh, has ever been better okay, than you! No more we gotta, medicine we gotta for get you. more of this medicine! Hot damn! We are all geniuses! Where is this party? I am ready to fucking go! Woo! And fucking. You think I'll fall if I jump out of this window? How high up are we? Let's do this! I am a god! And None of you really, if you were questioned, can remember the carriage ride or how you got there. But there is a sudden clarity of focus and you realise that you are all sitting at a huge long dining table that is sitting contrapuntally to four... Four... More Dave, Dave, dining tables. To four more dining tables. You are at the bridal table of this fucking huge, in a huge vaulted hall. You're not at a wedding. I'm trying to say you're at the head oh, it's table. Like the tea of if we the, were the contrapuntal table. You're at high table. Yes. Oh, it's like you didn't go to a private school. You're at high table. <laughs> Is high table like cap- the captain's table on a boat? Yeah, I mean, just to be sure. It's, yeah, it's really white. Um, <laughs> anyway, you're there. I can guess the word Dave is trying to say. Contrapuntally. Contrapuntally. This is like when you motherfuckers didn't think that ensorcelled was a word. No, I knew it was a word. No, but but what's wrong with perpendicular? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I that is the word I was thinking I, of. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, I didn't think 
I didn't think that this was this would be the second time I'd shout at 200 people, what's wrong with perpendicular? <laughs> but it was a hard drive here. So anyway, all of no, you... No, no, that's right. I looked it up uh, on Google, contrapuntal meaning. The dictionary.com definition is a word used exclusively by virgins. That's interesting. Look <laughs> <laughs> at that. Get in there, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> the point is that all of you are sitting there at this perpendicular table, you can see the many lords, meisters, arcanists, and magists of the Netherese Empire arrayed in front of you, such at least of those worthies that were currently on Ilinar, jewel in the crown of the Netherese Empire. The foremost seat for Cassus is currently empty. As you all make your seats, Val has a seat with you as well. Val is sitting to Frizo's right and to Bobby's left there is a genial looking old old wizened human man with a long beard a bl- wearing a blue robe has he got a hat? he's got no he's got a he's got a diadem he's got a little diadem Ooh. it's a Frizo crown <laughs> got a little and he looks and he smile. He's smiling at you, Bobby, and not eating, not touching his um, roast beef as he sits and <laughs> smiles at you. Hello. <laughs> A big yours? Is he passing right now? Perhaps sit at table. If you please. <laughs> Dave was meant to do this voice, and I just said, just nah, I got it to me. And you said, I can do this. <laughs> which, were, which had real little league coach put me in first energy. Put me in coach! It's a meme. Have you ever tried a, a Betty of the Forest of Quasar? <laughs> Uh, no, I, 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 don't, I don't know what that is. Most succulent, out of season, unfortunately. Don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> make, an, make a perception check for me, Bobby. That's a uh, 16. Okay, for 16, you notice that this guy is being treated with quite a lot of reverence by people in the tab- around the table around you. Mm-hmm. His seat is obviously on the prominent captain's table. He is also wearing a golden triangular pendant himself that looks, although it's made of gold, not not iron like Carstas's, it looks like it's from the same sort of designer, and it has an eye drawn in it. A sigil of an eye, and behind that eye, a disc. Okay. Hmm. Um, so, how do you know Carstas the kind? <laughs> Well, I know a lot of people, Bobby. You look less at ease than when you were last here. Uh, excuse me? You look less at ease than when you last sat, or was it the time before? Do you know there's a kind of bird? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> The kind of bird they find in the desert that can. that's arsehole. <laughs> is also its eye. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's really fascinating. So you, uh, you're a birder. Um, yeah, sorry, just to go back a sec. Have we met before? <laughs> well, we may have met, but I don't know if it was before. <laughs> have we met after? Why don't you take a seat, my I'm sweet s- child of Carcosa, and sample all the things that are on the table, the various fantasy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I've just worked it out. Okay. This guy was a, probably a regular-aged person, right, where we were from, but as fucking Benjamin Button, <laughs> and a thousand years ago, he was super fucking old. But young. No, he's old now. Because where we're from, he's regular age, and it's probably like fucking Strat or some shit. But now, a thousand years ago, he's old because he's got Benjamin Button disease. As Frieza whispers this to you, um, <laughs> quite loudly over four or five people, a young junior magist arrives, and he says, Well, sir, I, I theory, you... you you were meant to be resting now. This 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 banquet is not for you. And and sort of gently tries. And I was to just take... talking to Mr. Button. Um, we're just having a nice conversation. It's fine. Oh no, I'm sure we'll talk again. What's his name? Uh, he called him World Seer Ithiria. World Seer And the and now the junior arcanist is already leading the old man away, who looks incredibly frail. Nice to see you again. Yes, you too. I. Hope to do it again soon or later, or I get muddled up. And yes. he walks off into the distance, and as you see him leave through a doorway behind the rostra where the king shit table is, the Cassus <laughs> enters. And Cassus is not alone, he is deep in conversation with a strange looking creature shaped like a man, but you can see that his body is fine armature metal. Not even, bo- not even bothering with clothes. It's like a robotic exoskeleton, endoskeleton. And instead of a head, there is a simple copper disc. And sitting on that disc is a glass um, bell jar full- filled with a transparent liquid. And floating in that liquid is what looks like a human brain built into the base of the bell jar is a two brass speakers and the two of them are deep in talk as Cassus walks in oh I just say it's not possible but if you want to prove me wrong you can prove me wrong old friend 
Are you also going to play... Well, I think it's probably not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've done a you lot t- of talking this half. You've taken a lot of characters. Do the robot brain voice, Dave. Do you, I can do it. do you want me to do it, Dave? Yeah, sure. I mean, I no, don't... No, actually, no. No, no, I'm I don't think... I'm not getting the power I... of an NPC. <laughs> beep boop, beep boop. Suck off protocol engaged. And as he, oh, sa- no, as he no, no. says that, as he says that, he finds a small dial, like a volume dial, and on one of the speakers, and he just brings it down to zero, and he says, "My subconscious got the better of me again." I'm so sorry, old sport, about the suck off protocol stuff. We're trying to work it out in the lab. We, we waste have- our time, Archmage, on this one world you do not understand with the ether that we have spent we already have seers that say that this world is but one of many inside some kind of vast well, ecosystem. I'll tell you what I told Val who by the way has turned up to dinner tonight looking nice I'll believe it when I see it alright old friend now you just enjoy whatever it is they put in your uh, tank but too. if you just no, 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 can no, I just say and then I will be silent if you requisitioned the ether that you currently That's spend... That's not how we pronounce requisition. I mean, I know you're a brain in a jar. <laughs> but surely you can pronounce requisition. I just feel that since since my passing some 40 years ago, you've been making a lot of references about the jar. I served this empire well for 200 years. No, you're right, you're right. What are you saying? If we requisition what? If we requisition some of the energy that we use on the Free Folk's Towers... We could pierce that veil. Look, we could find... There could be as many as eight or nine worlds nearby that we could conquer. I don't want to hear any more about energy tonight, and I think you know why, all right? So let's just enjoy ourselves. No, I'm sorry. I don't understand the reference. I don't want to talk about Aether. I don't want to talk about anything like that. So why don't you just sit down, enjoy yourself. Uh, I don't know if you drink wine. I, I've never seen it happen. But uh, anyway. those little fish pills. Yeah, Somebody comes in with a little skirt, dropper. Skirt it in there. I don't know. I don't want to be insulting. I'm just saying I'm done talking to you. Okay? Dave, Baston leans into Filge and says, Filge. Am I really high? (laughs) Or is that a brain in a jar (laughs) on a man? And Phil says, Me don't know, but me think me can read your mind right now. (laughs) What what am I thinking? We could have started dance floor. And Baston sits back down. <laughs> the figure in the arm- metal armature suit sits down in a spare seating place between Friso and Filch. As Cassus sits down next to Eden, uh, Baston, <laughs> and Val, and you notice that Cassus, there is no um, no food in his uh, no no glass. There is it's an empty space, but he seems he pulls unperturbed a book from behind his cloak and he slams it down and carries the conversation on with you while making copious notes. Can I just say, it's so wonderful to have you all here and thank you so much. I hope you found your accommodations good. Did you all? Yeah. Oh, oh, wonderful, yeah. yeah. And you're all feeling well? Uh, tickety-boo. Yes. <coughs> yes. Val, yes. Val nudges you in the, in yeah, the Yeah, no, I'm fucking top of the world. I don't know if there's a uh, equivalent of time jet lag. I don't even know what jet lag is because we don't have... Um, Airliners, so that's a, it's a strange thing for me to say, but I'm a strange kind of guy, you know. 
Uh, I feel so fucking good right now. Oh, that's good. I feel so fucking good. Oh, we're still doing this riff. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? <laughs> I, no, did, I, th- just, I, th- I thought we'd. Uh, okay, yeah. No, I was just. Uh, yeah, I feel really. Do, do you need me to do anything for you? No. I, well, actually, uh, and he goes like, but he doesn't have a plastic spoon. He has a. <laughs> he has a real spoon, and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen." I want to introduce you to four people who maybe you've heard whispers around the uh, palace about. And all of the tables go quiet. These four, and this is Bobby, and this is Baston, this is Frieza, this is the enchanting field. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) They have come through a vile stone. Now, you will have heard uh, Val talk about these in passing. Yes, some of us have uh, laughed behind her back. We've called her a crazy little uh, raisin woman. You know, we've called her a dried up little um, prune of an idiot. You know, we've called her psycho glasses faced scarf woman. Scarf woman. We've called her a stupid asshole. You know, we've got all sorts of horrible, you know, but fun. Ultimately funny things. Um, and she nods <laughs> studiously. <laughs> These four come from a thousand years in the future of the Nethery's Empire, and they're here to tell us how to pilot this great ship of civilization. Mm. <coughs> yes. Bobby. Yeah. You struck me as a man with something on your mind. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <coughs> Well, uh, this is an oldie where I come from. Now your kids are going to love it. Um, (laughs) No, but seriously, um, in 1493, where we come from, yes, a thousand years into the future, we raise a toast at every table to those who came before us. All of you. You guys make the magic happen. There's no me without team. It's a game of two halves, and the first half was you guys. And and much like Woo. a man trying to determine if a glass of wine is any good, make for me a performance check. The three. Oh wait, a nine. Still bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a middling speech. Everybody, well, that was uh, that. I think we can all enjoy hearing someone. So it's always depressing talk. watching somebody try to save the moment. Hearing someone talk from a thousand years in the. I mean, isn't regardless of what he said. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know. I think we can all take something from that. You do understand, he said. Chronomancy is not a theory anymore. It works. And that means that this golden age never has to end. If some maniac tries to destroy the Netherese, if some horrible accident ends our culture, if some outside malignant force invades, we will have lodestones ready to send explorers back to tell us exactly how to stop it. Explorers such as these, if I may offer a toast to the golden age of Netheril, the last age of the sword coach, which, by which I mean coast, that will never end. Bobby has a thought and raises his glass and says, 
Yes, because if anything were to change, then something catastrophic might happen, like we would never have been born. So, we must make sure that we continue as we should. Okay, what a weird thing to say. Thank you very much. (laughs) As he says this and holds the toast, everybody stands up and there is a moment of silence. And as they all toast, all of the lights ensconced around this huge vaulted ceiling, incredibly luxurious dining hall, flicker. And there is a hum and the room is plunged into darkness. There is a gasp, but no one says anything. And then you hear a click and a hum. And then the lights come back on again at about 80% strength. There's been a murder! <laughs> nobody's, nobody's done anything. It's almost... Everyone just looks a little bit embarrassed yeah. and nobody really wants to mention it. But the kind is like, well, uh, if I could just address the elephant in the room here. Yeah, uh, we are in the middle of something of a uh, crisis, but uh, well, in terms of just resources and all that, oh. and I, I don't want to be embarrassed in front of our four guests, but I want to make an announcement. In three days' time, me and, well, well, me, <laughs> have come up with something that's going to mean that we never want for energy again. It works, it's been proven, and it's going to happen. So I can't give too much away, but perhaps we could give a toast. To unlimited ether, and Cassus raises his glass, and everybody raises their glass and says, to unlimited ether. The magists of Netheril cheer and sit down and begin to eat in earnest. You have a chance if you want to... Talk to those sitting around you. Cassus is still not eating. It seems that this is a waste of time for him. Instead, he is making more notes in a journal. Um, Frieza wants to talk to World Seer Etheria. World Seer Etheria was taken left. Who's the brain? What's the brain? The brain. The brain was. um, You could ask him if you want. Uh, I'm going to turn up that dial on the brain side. Well, I guess you voiced that dial. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Suck it off, 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 Ah, very nice to meet you. Yeah. Me from the future, pretty cool. Got any questions? Enchanté, yeah. You big brain, huh? <laughs> well, well, once what's again, uh, uh, that could be misconstrued as rude, I suppose. Okay. Well, but you have the privilege of addressing First Admiral of the Ardent Sky, Skymaster Chiron. Skymaster Chiron. Oh. Oh yeah. So you what? What are you like a uh, pilot? More, More of a, a commodore. commodore. It is my job to keep the skies around Ilinar safe. So you're a skymaster whose rank is admiral, but you're more of a commodore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get your story straight, Skymaster Chiron, if that is your real name. I found a spy! <laughs> so you lot just arrived here, did you, in Ilanara, at this, the moment of our city's greatest peril, the four of you 
just materialized in the city, is that yeah, it? We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're from a thousand years in the fucking future. And, and, and so suddenly chronomancy works, power needs to be diverted, ether needs to be requisitioned. It's all very convenient, isn't it? In a way... <laughs> Yes, yes, it is. is. Too convenient. I agree. How did, I like how, you, did, brain. how did the brain do that? How did the brain put his arm around he's got, a, he's got a whole he's body. Got a whole, body. He's got a metal body. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, Dave, why don't you describe the musculature of the metal body for Alex? I said it was more of an armature. It's like wire and gold and there's little bits of leather and it it wheezes with bellows at the heart of it constantly and yet it thrums with a potent magical energy. Naturally. Potent. It sounds like you have suspicions. Well, I just think it's awfully convenient. Yes, too convenient. We're from the future. If you don't believe us, ask us something that someone from the future would only know. All right, I will. You say you come from a thousand years, if I am to understand the rumours of the court. You come from a thousand years yes, in the future. Yes, it's much too round a number, isn't it? <laughs> it One thousand years exactly. If anything, it seems like sloppy world building. But my point is... You had a question for me. You've come back to tell us of what was going to... Of, of what has happened you've, t- you've come back If Cassus and Val To be believed To tell us how to escape Whatever perils Might face us And yet I ask you this If you come back From a thousand years In the future Are you even Nethery's citizens? The table goes quiet Except for one person Who hasn't read the room And he's like Well I, I, I didn't think It was bad But uh, I, I said Stephen Okay How can you be citizen of a place that doesn't exist? Yeah. There is... <laughs> there is a fucking drop in the temperature and Stephen drops a glass. Uh, I'm, so, so, I'm, so, I'm so sorry I dropped a glass. <laughs> oh, I'm, I can pay for that. If it's... If it's a, if, I'm, I'm so, oh, goodness. So, uh, it's, yeah. And somebody says, this is heresy. This is... Who is who the fuck is this character? It's a guy with oh. two mouths. Yeah, yeah, there is a man with two mouths. He's got two a mouths. A giant eight-foot-tall man stands up. He's wearing a big fucking Ming the Merciless style um, giant huge fucking <laughs> coat. He has two mouths, two chins, three eyes. His his heads start articulated, but they come together. I was invited to this dinner for one reason. For one reason. <laughs> to see if these people were heretic dogs. Heretic, heretic dogs. Heretic, oh gosh, it just makes you sick. We're not heretic dogs. <laughs> you cannot say that the Nethery's empire has fallen after a thousand years. Yeah, that'd be shit. That'd make you fucking... <laughs> well, it has, okay? Or it will. Yeah. Where we come from, it fucked up, all right? You were, you were too busy sucking each other off and, 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 doing, and using all your energy. You didn't even think about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> that... 
that? What happened? Are you pivoting? Is Frizo pivoting? It is, yeah. Yeah, I'm an, yeah, I'm an eco guy. <laughs> <laughs> you were Not too, one of the good ones. You were, you were caught up too much thinking about burning jet fuels. To, to, you don't have airships, but you've got a Sky Admiral. Yes, yes, all sense. of you notice that there, there is a huge, uncomfortable energy in the room, and yet the only person perfectly at ease in his Parliament of Rivals is Cassus the Kind, who has sat back at his chair and is now incredibly engaged, his diary discarded, his notes no longer being taken, as he is intently watching the conversation. And the, and the, and the eight-foot-tall man... Um, which Hunter Dietrich? Which, which Hunter Dietrich? Archmage, shall we call the guards to dispatch of these? Oh, these just. Dip, dip. Like, I hate them. Yeah! They spill lies and heresy about the future of the Nethereth Empire. I mean, we didn't do it. Cassus is not we calling just know guards. about it. Now. I think we'll just hold off a second, old Dietrich. Guys, you're not seeing the big picture. You're thinking linearly. Val, Val, it looks embarrassed and like slaps her head. I don't think these guys have any reason to lie about what happened. But it hasn't happened yet. Don't you get it? That's the whole fucking point of these lodestones. We can fix it. They could tell me that the Netherese Empire just... You know, sucked itself off to death, which actually kind of did. It doesn't matter. I don't care. That's not me. That's not us. The point of the lodestones is they come back and tell us what not to do. Yes, and I know what you have to do to save your empire. Well, that's the point. That's why these four will live. And as he says that, he gets up for the first time in his chair and he grabs Frizo's hands and everyone is shocked and there is a gasp as... Cassus the Kind, Archmage Supreme of Netheril, kisses him on the mouth. Kneels. Kneels on one knee in front of Frizo. Kisses him. Holding. (laughs) Holding. Holding Frizo's hands in his own with a look of fire in his eyes. I, I prostrate myself before you. Fuck. The four of you are going. To make the Netherese Empire last a thousand years. Yeah, the fact that it hasn't, sure, that's a bummer for you. That's not my reality. And I have four people, one, two, three, four, and two unconscious that are going to tell me how we're not going to fall. Don't you guys see? Don't you understand, you two-mouthed freak? (laughs) This isn't blasphemy. This is prophecy. And he looks at you and then he tugs Frizo's hands and he says, So tell us, what do we have to do? Why the fuck should we save you cunts? Well, again, I don't know your customs, but that's quite rude. Where... <laughs> all I've heard about you, all I've heard about you guys is that you... Uh, were evil a thousand years before we came around. What you've heard that? You've heard that where? In like, uh, like school and shit. You know. Well, obviously we fell. And have you ever heard the phrase "history's, you know, written by the victors"? Yeah, but you guys. Obviously, whoever vanquished us, whichever minor army, whether it was the Carthaginians or the 
bloody, you know, lamp people. I can't, I can't make up like you do, Dave. I said, I said, I said one thing that sounded a bit Carthagians was good. Yeah, and then I saw a lamp and I went, all right, because <laughs> there's lamps all over the venue. So I said, the lamp people or the Carthagians, who gives a shit? My point is, of course they'd say that we were the worst. Of course they'd tell you lies. Right, Look around you. Look around you, Frizo Frizofferson. Look around you. What about this is wrong? We're in a utopia. We're kind, we're enlightened, we're, like, accent aside, <laughs> pleasant people. Okay, show me, how, show me the lives of the free folk, and then we'll think about saving you. If you want to go on a tour of the free folk, I will take you. I will take them. And there is a look, and Skymaster Chiron stands up. There is a pneumatic whir as his servos reassert themselves as he stands upright, and he says... If these creatures think that they come from the future and they have something to say to the free folk, then as security officer of this city, it would be my duty and my privilege to take these four on a tour of the menial colonies. Yeah, you can do it too. That's fine. I don't... I've got Boggle. You're going to play one-man boggle. He, he, opens no. up, he opens up his journal and it's just full of solitaire boggle problems. Yeah, I just, I just shake it up and I look at it and I go, what's that? We're all going to go around and I write them down. I put a little egg timer there. It keeps the mind sharp. But if, I was going to do this with you, but if you, if you want to go with... Old... No, I don't want to play boggle with you. No, I wasn't. I was not offering. Is boggle like the game of scholars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's their chess. It's their chess. <laughs> there, there, is, there is an expectation still in the air. It seems as Skymaster Chiron stands and Cassus is supplicating himself in front of Frizo that there is an expectation of an answer from the four of you. Well, I thought you were more powerful than us, but it turns out we're more powerful than you because we have something you want. So I no longer want to help you. I just want to judge you. Frizo, you're saying the inside thoughts on the outside again? It is so... Easy, my friends, to judge. If I fucking, if I just kill myself, your your empire's doomed. No, it's you not. You have to keep me alive. No, we have lodestones. We have well, there's three of you too. So I mean, I don't really. We'll send up another lodestone. We'll bring back more explorers. Oh, you're gonna try and do that? Yeah, good luck. Frizo, do we need to have a talk? The point is the technology works, and you guys are here. I don't know what I've done to upset you. <laughs> there are there are. Palaces currently being, and a bird kind of lands on his shoulder, and he takes it out. It's like they're ready. There's a, there are palaces ready for to you. your specifications, and we got them. And some of them are weird. Yeah, there's a farming pole for Baston. There's a yeah. There's there's you know what's in what's in Pilgers? Uh, a jumping castle level. There's a whole, there's a whole jumping castle level in Filgers. There's. A swimming pool full of Cocoa Pops. There's a swimming pool full of Cocoa Pops. And we didn't have laws for what Frizo wants, and we've made them now, but we've made an exception rider for Frizo's house. Yeah, we had to pass that through the bullshit fantasy senate. 
Everybody goes, oh. So it's legal. Oh. It's legal oh. in Senator your house. Senator Drongo, you can't, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they float on their podiums and they go, oh, what tariffs on, I don't. on, on, on sci-fi coal or whatever. <laughs> you know, we had to pass it through that. Look, my friends, my friends. And, and Casa stands up and he says, I think this I am to blame. This dinner was too early. Our friends are obviously panicked, disoriented by their travel, and they fear the worst because they are wise, wise adventurers, and they understand that they should not trust a gift horse merely because it presents itself. And yet, Frizo, my friend, just by being here, by sharing some small measure of your wisdom with us, we can save this empire. We can keep this peace. You probably think of yourselves as adventurers defined by whatever acts you accomplished in these six or seven years that you have fought. Yeah, just a guess off the top of my head. <laughs> and yet... Nothing you have ever done will provide more joy and more comfort to any people than just your being here, sharing your wisdom. All you need to do now is tell us what you know and live lives of decadent luxury in this city. Your adventures are over. You've won. This is the end of your journey. This is the end of all you know and the beginning of true service. Well, perhaps before we settle down to this life of luxury, we should take a tour of the common realms. Yeah. Just as like a farewell tour, you know, like a like a greatest hits. No, we need to see what's going on. Yeah, situation. Make sure yeah. that people are being treated well. And yeah. All right, well... Well, that actually works great. Yeah, I mean, I, I said I've got the boggle thing, so Karen's gonna, Karen's gonna take you on a tour. Take it would be my pleasure. Yeah, yeah, take them to uh, well wherever they want to go. But like Potemkin is probably one of the better places to Potemkin. <laughs> Potemkin, take them to the uh, battleship Potemkin. The village Potemkin. Just take them there and the one with the battleship. Yeah, if you like. <laughs> My skyship is berthed, refueled, and ready to depart. We could leave tonight on the Rapture if you are all ready for a tour of the free folk. Um, yeah. If I may, just that, one second. Val? Yeah. I might like to come. Just to uh, supervise and see that these uh, uh, time travelers uh, are uh, still under uh, my supervision. I tell you what, every band needs a dealer. <laughs> okay, sure. So you've got my vote. <laughs> that's one vote. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like, that's that's great. Let's 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 go. Thank you for your hospitality. Let's we'll we'll pack our stuff and we'll we'll be right back. Do you want that in the swan? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, some ma- some magens come and start to swan your food up. That 
that's a saying. You can no, say that. Then. It's just, no. it's just to take it. To doggy go. bag. How would you just doggy bag? Doggy bag. Doggy bag. But it is. Swan it. <laughs> can Filch pull her friends aside? Yes. Under the table. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Filch, we'll see that. Filch pulls, but everybody is too fucking polite as Filch grabs the wrists of her friends and pulls them under the table. Men, I feel good about this. Like, not even a day ago, we were in the middle of fighting Strahd. Mm. So, in some universe, we're still doing that. And me don't feel comfortable just setting down in a life of luxury when we're in the middle of a fight. And what if we're still in the middle of the fight? No, I don't think we're still in the middle of the no, fight. No, we're, we're under a table. We're I back. Think, I think we let. I think we got. I think we got. Mo- we got sent back in time, Filch. And then we're under. There's a table. no Filch left. Where in our time, you're here under a table. A thousand years in the past. Under a table. <laughs> but what if this is real? Under a table. <laughs> Me just think the fight may be still going, but we meant to do it here. Okay. Under the table. <laughs> oh, not under the table. Oh, look, someone dropped a bit of cake. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was me. Oh, so, oh sorry. Steve! Come on! Can I say anything, Deborah? <laughs> she was named after Debbie Downer. Um, Filch, let's just get out of Dodge, if you know what I'm saying. Have a look around and we'll come back. Get a look at the lay of the land. Play some shuffleboard. <laughs> the fact of the matter is... If we are back in time, we were always meant to be here. Because we can't change the future. Because if we did, like you said, we wouldn't exist to come back in time. But we do exist. So anything we do here has to have happened in the past, which is their future, so we can't fuck up anything. (laughs) No consequences. T, no consequences. T, no A pact is formed, a pact between four adventurers who have travelled further than any have ever travelled through that gossamer strands of border ethereal that changes the way that we understand what is this world and what was that world that passed, that final destination to the deep and dark past. It seems that the dragon friends have a choice to make to understand what side they are on, what they want for their world, how badly they want to go back, and what their understanding of the laws of time travel are. (laughs) I suggest that they have those conversations quickly, but for now we shall not follow them. For for now, we will simply wait for another two weeks before the next episode of Dragon Prince. Thank you! The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon, with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins, and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan designs our websites, the podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney. Until next time. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend. A fucking dragon friend. 
Sorry, but you obviously have something on your mind. Well, I have my birthday cake in front of me. For those listening on the podcast, a week has passed, but, but two weeks passed. But, but right now, where we are, it's still my birthday. There's cake on the table. I was about to take a bite out of this beautiful piece of chocolate cake or sponge. What do we call this? Spongy? Sponge? Sponge cake. And um, Alex Lee <laughs> has put a D20 in it. And I almost did it and bit off my teeth. Dave, I did it for you because I didn't want Ben to interrupt the show anymore. And I thought, what better way to teach him than to break his teeth on a D20? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.